Chapter 4 of The Photographer's Evidence. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Simona Russo. The Photographer's Evidence by Nicholas Carter. Chapter 4 Patsy's Dancing Lesson. Serpent Sam, as he called himself, backed into the middle of the room as he spoke. The other men in the crowd yelled with joy and got together at the other end of the bar from Patsy, most of them. A few stood almost behind their leader. They were grinning at the fun they thought they were going to have with the tenderfoot. Patsy thrust his hands in the side pockets of his coat and watched as if with curiosity. He knew exactly what would happen, for he had met wild men from the western hills before. So, when Serpent Sam blazed at his feet, he did not stir. The first bullet tore a hole in the floor, just in front of his right toe. Dance, you honorary cuss, dance, yelled Serpent Sam. I don't know how, replied Patsy. Jump then, you idiot, jump into the air, Derny, I'll teach ye. As he spoke, Serpent Sam fired again. This time the bullet struck so close to the detective's foot that it jarred it. But no harm was done and Patsy never stirred. He knew that the first shots would be aimed so as to scare him not to hit. After that, Serpent Sam might be angered into firing to kill. For heaven's sake, stranger, called Bronco Bill, don't be a fool. Dance for the gentleman. It won't last long and nobody will get hurt. Jump and let him have his fun. Patsy himself saw by the savage glare in Serpent Sam's eyes that it would be jump or get hit at the next shot. Quick as a flash, therefore, without moving from his place, and before Serpent Sam could cock his revolver again, Patsy drew one of his own barkers and fired. Nobody in the room knew what he was about till they heard the bang and saw the puff of smoke that rolled away from in front of the detective. I don't dance for anybody, said Patsy quietly. Wow! Ouch! Damn! howled Serpent Sam as his revolver flew from his hand. Patsy's bullet had struck it on the butt. It not only caused Serpent Sam to drop the weapon, but it numbed his fingers, and the bullet did another thing. Glancing from the place where it struck Sam's revolver, it flew across the room and hit another man on the cartridge belt, doing no harm but startling that man fearfully. For that matter, all the men were startled. Some of them ran behind the bar and crouched down. Half a dozen of those who had been in the place when the horsemen came ran for the outside door. Serpent Sam, cursing with rage and pain, reached for his other revolver. He could bend his numbed fingers just enough to draw it from his belt, but he could not cock it. While he was trying to do so, it dropped to the floor. The fingers of his right hand would not hold it. Patsy, knowing that he was disabled, was paying no attention to him. He was sweeping his revolver carelessly around the room. It might go off, he remarked. It's got a hair trigger. Look out! At that his weapon did go off. One of the men was just getting the drop on him. Patsy's shot did for him just what had been done for Serpent Sam. It knocked the gun out of his hand and caused him to leap back, cursing with rage. If you gents enjoy dancing, said Patsy coolly, just recollect that I'm floor manager here. I'll tell you when it's your turn. Yours, for instance. With this he let drive at the feet of a man near the edge of the crowd. The bullet splintered the floor at the man's toe. 
he jumped for fear and the detective laughed it's more fun than i thought he cried we'll try it again he made as if he would empty all his cartridges at the man's feet but he had done enough all except serpent sam were making a wild scramble to get behind the bar out of doors underneath tables any place so as to be out of range sam had cooled down very suddenly hold on stranger he called we uns know when we're licked you've done us brown and if there's anything in the house you want call for it betsy understood the man his tone and manner showed that he meant what he said he was rubbing his sore hand and kicking his revolver so that they would lie where he could pick them up of all the men there sam was the only one who hadn't shown fear the detective immediately pocketed his weapon all right pard he said good-naturedly there is one thing in the house i want name it i want every man jack off you to wet up the drinks are on me gents step lively for an instant nobody stirred they looked at him as if they could not believe their ears those who had crouched behind the bar gradually began to poke their heads above it naturally serpent sam was the first to move leaving his revolvers where they were on the floor he strode to patsy with his hand outstretched put it there pard he cried you're a white man no mistake i see i don't need to apologize for trying to rehearse some fun with you not at all replied patsy shaking the man's hand sam winced for the detective's grip hurt his sore fingers excuse me said patsy letting go i didn't think then both laughed and at that sound the other men came crowding up where are you learn to shoot asked one say are you a walking gatling gun inquired another patsy smiled at them i never learned to shoot he said i was born with a gun in my hand and i used to practice at the flies on the wall before i could walk everybody laughed at this bronco bill drew a long breath the shooting scrap had turned out pleasantly with nobody the worse for it and everybody thirsty glasses rattled on the bar and bottles passed here's how hard said sam he drained his glass at one gulp and set it down but yes he added you'd order have let us make the other cost dance friend of your no i saw that he was scared half to death and i was afraid he might have a fit rot hit i cut over it join us now won't ye pard and rout him out we'll let you do the shooting said another eagerly now gents began bronco bill fearful that the rough crowd would break loose again he didn't know patsy rout him out echoed the detective why he's a mile from here by this time go on that's what he's doing bet your life on it we might break down the door and see somebody suggested several of them began to move toward the door wait a minute called patsy he was smiling and they stopped to hear what he had to say i'd rather you wouldn't bother the fellow he went on i tell you that straight but if you're dead anxious to have some fun with him and want me to join i'll take the chance of a toss-up what do you say it's a go cried sam taking a coin from his pocket has or tails pard is it a cent asked the detective no a dime just as good throw it up to the ceiling and if it comes down what you call yourself i'll join you serpent sam tossed up the coin tails he called it struck the ceiling with a ting and began to fall the detective's revolver flashed to the great surprise of all for they were watching the coin crack bang 
when the trusty barker twice in rapid order there was another ting at the further side of the room sam went over there and after hunting a bit picked up the dime he came back to the bar with it his face fairly blue with wonder durned if the stranger hain't won he said the dime hain't got either a head or a tail he laid the coin on the bar and everybody crowded around to look at it patsy's first bullet had struck it on one side and his second on the other for the coin was spinning in the air and luck was with him to the extent that both bullets did not hit the same side well if that ain't the durndest shooting ever i seen said one of the men all agreed with him it means said sam gravely that we let the white-livered cuss upstairs alone but you must come with us to the next joint partner all right replied patsy lead on and you'll have to make some glue dance soon as we find one of the right kind go ahead i'm agreed the whole mob charged for the door on the sidewalk they paused to decide which way to go the street was not well lighted and while they were talking patsy slipped a beard to his face we'll go to danny denine's next said serpent sam come on pard he looked around where's the sharpshooter he asked patsy pointed down the street uh, he's just scooted that way he said in a disguised tone Durn if i don't believe he's trying to shake us cried serpent sam come on boys let's catch up with him off they went yelling like mad some jumping to their horses others on foot when they had all disappeared around the corner patsy took off his beard and went back into bronco bill's bill and his bartender were alone in the place great scoot exclaimed bill where'd you come from i thought i'd say good night responded patsy laughing didn't you go with that crowd you see well i don't see how you done it but you done me and my house a good turn partner gee i thought they'd shoot the whole outfit to pieces have something no thank you when they find that i've given them the shake they may come back here and if they find me it won't be so easy to get rid of them again tell em you don't know where i went all right no more i do call again tomorrow the detective then went out and crossed the street to his lodging he sat at his window for more than an hour he saw the horsemen return after a time heard them singing and shouting in bronco bills but he heard no more shooting and he saw no more of snell that night End of chapter 4